Bowls, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show on a Tuesday afternoon. What a day it is. And uh, a little murky, a little, uh, little rainy, kind of, kind of, that, that's, that's happening. But uh, I'm telling you, we've come out of the, the frozen tundra. We never really got it in Central Texas, but we kind of like to, you know, we want to be right there with the Metroplex in Austin and all the issues that uh, those cities had. We missed some school, that kind of thing. So that was exciting to have some snow days. We welcome back Aaron Sexton to the program today. He took a uh, a rare day off. I, in fact, I, Aaron, I think my first question was, I, is it already your birthday again? I, I, what's going on? <laughs> right. And then, of course, yesterday, as only I can do, as I'm saying where you're going, I had the on-air thought, oh, did Aaron tell management where he's going? But it turns out that uh, everything was good because John apparently brought it up too. You did go to a Dallas Stars game, and you're a hockey fan, along with our official hockey expert of the Matt Mosley Show, Chris Salazar, over at Shorty's Pizza, always a guy that likes to talk some uh, puck, sticking puck. And... Um, Aaron, you made the trip up with a couple of your dear friends to see, and of course I was trying to work this out on the air yesterday because I didn't look it up, Stars versus Anaheim Ducks. And Aaron, you ended up, you showed me the, I got a picture from you of the seats, and man, whoever secured these, I don't know if it was your friend or, or how they secured it, but kudos to all them because you were right there close to the glass and that's always fun. You can get down there, beat on the glass a little bit. The players come, you know, getting shoved up against it right there in front of you. And that's why hockey can be one of the greatest live sports things in all the sports. I, I don't care to watch it that much, although I do kind of get into it during the playoffs. But for a live sporting event, I even used to go see the Waco Wizards back in the day when they were part of the... Aaron, what would that have been? Some kind of hockey association? The American Hockey Association? Who knows? But uh, Waco had a team, and they'd play out at Extra Co. Out there in Hard at Texas, and we'd all gather around and watch some hockey. Aaron, was that a uh, – that game ended up being better than everybody expected, didn't it? It did. Uh, Anaheim's one of the t- worst teams in the league, and even though Dallas wasn't playing well, they were up 2-0 after the first two periods. Then Anaheim – Played really well the third period. Dallas continued to not, and they tied it. 2-2, went to overtime, got through overtime, and got to a shootout, which I couldn't believe. And the uh, Stars won it in, sh- in the shootout. It was a great, great game. And you were uh, what you said about the tickets, that's the best tickets, second best tickets I've ever had to a sporting event. And it was great. We were right at the blue line on the third row, and you could just see and hear everything. It was great. What is this blue line you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know. We know icing. There's some icing calls last night. Aaron was looking out there at the blue line to see. Okay. All right. Is that an icing call? What do we have? And um, that is uh, – I'm, gra- I'm glad you got to do that. And uh, those are big-time seats. 
Aaron, if you need to do any shout-outs today to, to thank whoever came up with those seats, you feel free. You've got uh, good friends, and, and um, I'm always happy to allow you to give them a shout-out. On the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, Aaron, saw this headline. I always kind of like to take a peek at what's floating around right before we come on. Now, we got a big show planned for you at 420. If you're into this Kyrie Irving trade, I know Aaron was over the weekend because I got a, whoa, I got kind of a uh, amazed reaction from Aaron as the, as the uh, Mavs swing for the fences and go for Kyrie Irving. The voice of the Dallas Mavericks on the Mavs radio network on The Freak. The Freak, 97.1 for years it was The Eagle. Now I think it's called The Freak. Uh, Chuck Cooperstein joins us at 420. And then the voice of the Women's Bears. Women's Bears. Derek Smith scheduled to join us at straight up 5 o'clock. Aaron, you might uh, you might have heard the Bears uh, coming off a really good week and a huge win there in Ames as the Bears go get one on the road. So big-time guests today, 420 and 5 o'clock, and then we'll have more NFL news for you and got a lot to, uh, a lot to react to as the day unfolds. But, Aaron, this, this one caught my eye. The headline on ESPN.com, Aaron Rodgers to consider future during darkness retreat. All right, well, that grabbed my attention. The Green Bay Packers quarterback told the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday, today, that he'll embark on a four-day, four-night, quote, darkness retreat soon after the Super Bowl on Sunday. I've got a pretty cool opportunity to do a little self-reflection in some uh, in some isolation, Roger said. And then after that, I feel like I'll be a lot closer to a final, final decision. Rogers, 39, said he will not decide if he will play in 2023, whether that's with the Packers or another team, amid the reports he could be traded. He said, for sure, it's a real thing, 100%. That's why it's going to be important to get through this week and to take any isolation retreat, take my isolation retreat, and just be able to contemplate all things, my future, and then be able to make a decision that I think is best for me moving forward and in the highest interest of my happiness and then move forward. Aaron, we should all be lucky to be able to go off and take a four-day, four-night darkness retreat. Now, first of all, do we have any of those in the Central Texas area? Does anybody have I, – because I – I've got, you know, I've got a major birthday coming up, end of May. I, a milestone birthday in my life. Like, I, I'd like a good darkness retreat. And, Aaron, let's let, let us know on the text line the closest thing we have in Central Texas to a darkness retreat. I'd like to go on one of these. I'd like to go in complete anal, uh, isolation and, and really ponder some things about my future. And he went on to say, and you can, by the way, you can text us with any of those thoughts, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. Now, Aaron, we do have a place that has like a Turkish bath, that Pivo Brewery 
in downtown Waco. I think you can take a Turkish bath in some of their hotel rooms. That's kind of, is that, I don't know if that would be considered isolation or darkness. Uh, let me know if we got some darkness retreats I could get involved with there. I, I just found that to be fascinating. Um, this is him describing it a little more. He said, it's just sitting in isolation, meditation, dealing with your thoughts. It stimulates DMT. So there can be some hallucinations in there. But it's just kind of sitting in silence, which most of us never do. We rarely even turn our phone off or put the blinds down to sleep in darkness. I'm really looking forward to it. Now, Aaron, are you a man? And <clears throat> we used to do this in my apartment in Waco. My my roommate Billy Thomas and I over at the Village Apartments, we had the blackout stuff we went and bought for our shutters or our just our window in our room upstairs, and we turned it into the darkest room you could ever imagine. Like it was a really good college sleeping area. Okay, and, and so I kind of get the, 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 I'm not a guy, maybe I did when I was a kid, but I don't want a nightlight. Okay, I don't want to, I don't want to crack in the door to see the light on in the, in the restaurant. When I'm in a hotel room, I want to get it completely dark. Aaron, are you someone like that? Do you like the, do you like the completely isolated, dark sleeping experience? I do, but I don't currently have that set up. No, that makes sense. I, I I do like it, but yeah, I don't know. I I also you have some natural light that's coming into the into your bedroom window. Is that what you're saying? I do, and I do that because I don't want to sleep too much, and I think if I make it completely dark, then I would. Mm. Well, Aaron, you got the uh, you got the phone. You could just turn your alarm on, get up out of bed. I mean, that's how most people do it. But you think the darkness would cause you just to sleep through everything, huh? I think so, yeah. Wow. I mean, I could, wow. yeah, you're right. I could just set my alarm. But uh-huh. uh-huh. I like I waking it. up with the sun shining in, even if it's only after four hours sleep. Aaron, as we, as we get older, we just like waking up, period, right? Very and, true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let us know. A darkness retreat. Is there anything close to this in the uh, Central Texas area? My friend Kevin Ray has some kind of Christian retreat out there in Belton. Uh, Can we turn the lights off out there and turn that into a darkness retreat? Kevin, if you're out there, if if you know Kevin, ask him about that. I'd like to to, uh, turn the lights off and have a good darkness retreat. So that's, uh, that's what Aaron Rodgers is up to this week he's always up to something now Aaron you had to I'm sure and we'll talk more about the Kyrie Irving trade it did become official yesterday during our show Markeith Morris arrives with him Aaron the average ticket for the game has gone from like 144 to 344 it's gone up like a crazy percentage amount with Kyrie Irving and then season tickets the rest of the year. The ticket prices on games the rest of the season have already gone up 44% 
according to Vivid Seats, which must be some kind of seat. You know, they, they keep up with all this kind of stuff. Aaron, I assume they track the secondary ticket market. But it is amazing. And a a courtside seat for Monday night's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, Aaron, has gone from about 1000 bucks. You and your buddies, Aaron, y'all might have done that. Hey, well, you know, it's a little more we want to spend, but we'll do that. We'll, we'll go get a courtside seat for 1000 bucks. All right? Maybe we'll chip in and share the seat. We'll kind of go throughout the deal. Aaron, it has gone from a thousand for a courtside seat to thirty three hundred dollars. Wow, that's I uh, think that's for a courtside type seat against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, Aaron, your first at first blush was it one of excitement to have Kyrie Irving? Or once you and your guy watch the, uh, the Mavs, we had Jerry Hill yesterday. Jerry's a great friend. He loves the Mavs as well. What was your first, your gut reaction to it? Especially when you found out that they had to give up Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and those two draft picks. What was your initial take, and has it changed any? I was shocked that the Mavericks made the move. And they they did it the right way. Unlike the Cowboys, they remained quiet. You know, they didn't let anything leak as far as, obviously people knew they had interest in Kyrie Irving. The Mavericks have interest in trading for anyone, any really good player that's on the trade block. But I didn't think it would happen. I just thought that he would end up with the Lakers, which luckily didn't happen. And I'm super excited. I mean, you've got two of the, probably top 10 players in the league on the same team now, and they're a legitimate title contender. I know that Kyrie comes with a ton of baggage and it could blow up, but this was the Mavericks' best chance to get another superstar. And if it does work out, what they paid for him is really not a lot compared to what the Nets gave up for James Harden or especially what the Timberwolves gave up for Rudy Gobert, who was nowhere near the player that Kyrie was, is. So I'm pretty excited about it. Fingers crossed that it will work out because if it does, they've got a chance to compete for championships, not just this year, but however long those two are playing together. Well, of course, they'll have to get a deal done for him moving forward if they want that to happen. And they always think, oh, my gosh, our culture. I mean, where our culture is going to be just fine. I, I think sometimes that is absolutely overstated, and um, we'll see where that uh, we'll see where it all stands. We're going to talk to the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, Chuck Cooperstein, joins the show next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long with Pat and John here on the home of the Bears. The Baylor men back home in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting Oklahoma. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long here on the home of Baylor Bear basketball. ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. The Chiefs activate Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and will be available for the Super Bowl on Sunday versus the Eagles. 
Denver Broncos new head coach Sean Payton says Russell Wilson's personal quarterback coach will not be in the building next season. Dallas Mavericks beat the Jazz without their superstars on the floor. The Mavs 124-111. to Kyrie Irving is expected to make his Maverick debut against the Clippers tomorrow night. Big Monday saw number nine Kansas beat number five Texas 88-80. In the Big 12 tonight, number 17 TCU is at number 12 Kansas State tip-off at 8 o'clock. Baylor women are at home tonight in the Ferrell Center hosting number 16 Oklahoma. Tip is at 7 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Elsewhere in the Big 12, West Virginia is at Oklahoma State. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, proud to have Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Mavs, join me now. And uh, Chuck, I mean, some amazing news comes down over the weekend. What were uh, what were you doing when the news uh, came across? And and what was your what was your kind of gut reaction? Were you <laughs> did your jaw drop? Um, and, and I guess you spent like a lot of us the next couple of hours kind of surfing the internet, uh, and you probably made calls and had several conversations and text messages. What was your, what was your initial reaction, sir? Well, hi, Matt. How are you? Good. <laughs> uh, I was actually on the phone with Mark Folliwell. We were talking about something, you know, just related to, uh, uh, you know, what we were going to be doing that day. And then Jeffrey, my son, he call, he calls, he's trying to call me, but I ignore him. And I figure, well, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll get to him when I'm done with Mark. And then Jeffrey calls me he, he, again, like five seconds later. And I go, oh, God, what do you, what, what do you want? And he's just screaming, we did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so so then uh you know mark and i were just we were talking and just uh well here we go here it is the circus is in town and uh you know you can already tell today that the circus is in town uh you know Kyrie uh at practice uh making comments about how he's he's thrilled to be with the mavericks and feels uh you know a lot of love here and said he felt disrespected in brooklyn and of course everybody's now jumping on that and and look this is you know this is the downside of Kyrie this is you know the stuff that will always be played out and can become extraordinarily tiresome and i think it's why uh, i know i am and i'm sure a lot of others are just looking forward to tomorrow night at nine o'clock when he actually plays and uh, we can start talking about the basketball aspects of this because the other stuff gets real old real fast you know you have opinions on all these players i know where you stand on chris paul I know exactly where you stand on Westbrook. You know, we've kind of debated and talked about different superstars over the years. Kyrie, the basketball player, okay, all the other stuff, some of the stuff you just mentioned, let's put that aside a little bit. What has kind of been your enduring um, thought uh, and opinion on Kyrie, the player, over in, of course, seven-time All-Star, and we know about, you know, uh, some of the greatness involved. Where have you been on him as a player over the years? Incredible player. Incredible talent. As the the kids like to say, sick handle. I mean, really, his his handle is the one that everyone tries to emulate uh, in the league right now. 
he is the best finisher at the rim for a small guy that I've ever seen. There is no one more creative than him once he gets in the lane and gets to the rim. He's not doing that as much as he has the last couple of years. He's averaging only four and a half free throws a game this year, but he shoots 88% from the line too, which is pretty significant when you figure the Mavericks have been involved in their share of close games and they've not shot free throws well in close games. You have Kyrie on the line uh, to try to close games out. You've got a lot better chance of doing that now, but he's become a, a, a really good shooter. Uh, you know, he's, you know, he creates for himself and I don't think it's, you know, necessarily in a selfish way, you know, where he's, his assist, the average is about five assists a game, which really isn't a lot. Uh, but I think that he just, he just knows that when he gets in the lane, he, he knows he's going to finish. He knows he's going to be able to do that. And so, so, so he does that, but I think that he and Luca, are about to do something that is really, really special. Uh, I, you know, I'm old enough to remember uh, when the Knicks acquired Earl Monroe from the Baltimore Bullets, and everybody wondered how is this going to work. You know, they both need the ball in their hand, and certainly Earl uh, appeared to really need the ball in his hand. And, you know, we all wondered how that was going to work, and it obviously worked out famously for New York. Uh, you know, if you want to use a, a more recent vintage, uh, you know, James Harden and Chris Paul. I mean, that team won 65 games, uh, got to game seven of the Western Conference Finals, and if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt in that series, they'd, they'd probably win that series and maybe even win a championship out of it. You know, Jerry West and Gail Goodrich. I mean, there's, and even if you look uh, today, uh, I mean, I look at Atlanta and I see what DeJounte Murray and Trey Young are doing together, and it's working. I mean, those, those, guys, have, those guys have had really good years, really good years. So it's not like it can't work, but it might work here at an even higher level just because of the relative skill level of both Luka and Kyrie. So you think Luka is going to be excited? Obviously, they said he signed off on this probably has mixed emotions because I know he had a great relationship with Dorian Finney-Smith and Dinwiddie, but it seemed to be, uh, you know, particularly close to Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, obviously, Luca, how Luca feels about all this is incredibly important. And then we start thinking about the future. You know, how long you want to make sure Luca wants to be here. And I know it's impossible to You can't worry about that now, Matt. See, this 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 is what talk show people do. You know, you can't you can't worry about what's going to happen in 2026 right now. Can't do that. You're trying to win, and and there's a uh, there's a real opportunity for the Mavericks to win, given the nature of the Western Conference. Everybody in the Western Conference thinks they can win, and the Mavericks have made a a game changing move that that everybody I think is looking at and wondering, well, wow, did they just really put themselves, if not in the driver's seat, then pretty damn close to it. Um, but look, you know, who knows what's going to happen uh, even when we get to the summer, you know, Kyrie can be free uh, on July 1st, uh, you know, do the Mavericks offer an ex- a two year extension? Like they, could right now. I don't think Kyrie's going to sign that right now. I don't think he wants to. I think Kyrie wants to prove prove a point, and uh, you know, and if he plays great uh, and the Mavericks go far, then um, everything changes as far as the the calculus of just how much and for how long uh, is are the Mavericks willing to, to sign him for? But you know, you really can't worry about that now. I think the excitement uh, really 
takes over, takes much higher precedence to what happens in the offseason. But I know this is what this is what people do today. They only worry about tomorrow. Again, as, as my old friend, the uh, now uh, assistant coach of the Atlanta Hawks, Joe Prunty, uh, who was an assistant with the Mavericks, once told me, says, you know what your business is, talking about the talk radio and broadcast business in, in general. He said, your job is about what what was and what will be. It is never about what is. And it's the most profound statement about our business, I think, that has ever been uttered. <laughs> yeah, what do you think the NFL drafts about? It's like we care more about well, what yeah. could possibly be. Yes. Well, you, well, and the fact that it's, you know, you're worrying about it uh, three months before it's actually happening. Correct. <laughs> you know, you, you, there's so much that can, why are we doing this? Why are we wasting our time with this? No, you want to get to two weeks before the draft. That's one thing. But again, even as it relates to Kyrie, uh, I I think the excitement level right now, uh, you know, for what he and Luca might be able to produce on the floor really ought to outweigh everything else that people want to talk about. Chuck Cooperstein on the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas what does this do for other people other than Luca? I mean, we saw two young players take over a game last night. That was pretty entertaining, by the way. You know, kind of like everybody's buzzing about this trade still and ready for that first game with Kyrie in the lineup. And then we watched two of their young players go for 29 each, which was, uh, was, was quite a lot of fun. Against a Utah team, it's been pretty good this season. You know, at times, been a much better than anybody thought. So I thought that was uh, I thought that was kind yeah. of fun to watch last night. What do you like? Who else benefits from this um, other than just Luca? Um, I, I think that's hard to say. I think it's not necessarily benefiting. Might be the wrong the the uh, the wrong word. It's like who who has to make the biggest adjustment. And I think, again, depending on where we are after two o'clock on Thursday, uh, those people are likely to be Tim Hardaway and Christian Wood. I think those are the people that are going to have to make the biggest adjustments uh, because their their shot numbers are going to go way down. And I think that's pretty clear. Uh, So uh, but I don't know that necessarily changes, you know, the role or, or what they do or what the offense looks like. Uh, but I do think it just changes the volume of what they do on the offensive end. What about from on the uh, the defensive end? First of all, do you think something else could happen? Some of the names you just mentioned, we've heard their names in possible trade discussions. How does this team try to regain any sort of sense of of defensive identity that they actually had last year, or is that pretty much out the window? Well, it's it's going to be pretty hard to get it to that level. Although mm-hmm. of late, you know, really, if you go back and you look at the uh, probably from the Miami game when they really played well and held Miami to ninety points in that game, uh, I guess the last nine games, you know, the, the Mavericks have really been pretty good and especially good in the second half. They start games badly uh, on defense. They really have struggled to do that and they get themselves many times into uh, a hole that becomes just way too deep for them to climb all the way out of. But if you look at the the second halves of a lot of these games, uh, I believe the number is like in nine times in the last 14 games or so, or six times in the last nine. I do know that six times in the last nine, they have uh, held the opponents fewer than 50 points in the second half. 
I mean, which tells me that they start figuring things out and they really get after it. And they there there's a good result that comes for it to where, you know, even if they fall way behind, they wind up playing themselves right back into the game and giving themselves a chance. And certainly here uh, last night uh, against the Jazz, they got off to a really bad start down 15 in the first quarter. But uh, you look at the last three quarters and certainly the second half of the game, Utah shot 41 percent. Uh, you know, they scored 49 points in the second half. I mean, that's that's winning basketball. They just need to be able to do that more consistently. And you know, you would hope that as this happens more and more, uh, that these guys see that, hey, if we play this way, if we stay connected, the word that kid loves to use uh, defensively, they give themselves a chance regardless of who's out there. They don't necessarily have to be great individual defenders. Uh you know, the NBA these days, it's, it's almost impossible to guard one-on-one. And you see that the, the scoring numbers going through the roof this year really because of that. But if you can, you know, get yourself involved in a team concept and stay connected to one another, you know, just follow, follow the game plan, if you will, then you have a chance to succeed. And th- there are real, I think, signs of life that that's happening even as we now fantasize about how Kyrie and Luca are going to score 65 points a game between them. <laughs> These other guys scored 60 points between them last night. Yeah, 58, <laughs> pretty good. Absolutely. The, two, Absolutely. the two young guys. Do you, what do you, this Mavs culture talk that we always hear about, hey, we think we have the culture. Now, of course, every organization, when they get some superstar or especially someone that's maybe been, had some troubled and has some baggage, always thinks, well, we can, I think we can handle this. Is there anything to this Mavs culture uh, Coop, that you're around a lot that makes you think, hey, they have a better chance than other organizations at this? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily the quote-unquote culture, but Nico Harrison, the Mavericks general manager, was with Nike when uh, you know Kyrie was went to Nike and got him you know the shoe deal that it was is the most was at least until it was taken away from him last fall uh, among the most popular shoes that Nike sells. Uh, so there is, there's that relationship. And then I know there's a, a, a relationship with, uh, with Jason Kidd uh, that goes back quite some time, you know, Kyrie uh, made sure that he reached out to Kidd and, you know, told him how much he admired him growing up in New Jersey when Kidd was at his best with the Nets and wanting to be uh, at Kidd's home, uh, Hall of Fame induction in Springfield and made sure that he was there for that. So, I, you know, they're, they're, and obviously, look, you know, they can speak the point guard language together. And I mean, the kid was not the offensive force that, that Kyrie is, but, but kid knew, obviously knew how to play the game and knew how to play it at an extraordinarily high level. So I think there's a certain amount of respect there that maybe, you know, you would have thought would have been there with Steve Nash, but wasn't there. Uh, you know, you would have thought, you know, maybe would have been there with Kenny Atkinson, but wasn't there. Uh, but you know, he's Jason Kidd, man. <laughs> I mean, that reputation, I think, goes a long way. So, you know, on the surface, that seems to be two things that the Mavericks really have in their favor. You know, how long that lasts is something everybody wants to know. And we're obviously going to find out at some point. All right. As somebody that knows that Philly fan base and has been in that market over the years, uh, thoughts on Eagles Chiefs? Do you have a. Uh... Are you prepared to uh, go ahead and, and give your pick on this one? 
I think it's going to the wire. And I just hope that it's, it's not an official's call that decides this game because it may very well come down to that. Uh, I, I don't see much difference uh, between these teams. Uh, I don't know that Mahomes is fully 100%. You know, he certainly got through it uh, in the game against Cincinnati. Uh, but the, the Eagles just seem really well balanced and really calm, Re- like almost un- unnaturally calm. Uh, given this situation. And I don't think that it, the moment's going to be too big for Jalen Hurts. Uh, and I, I think that the way that uh, Philly, I think Philly's defense is very underrated and very underrated. And I'm, I'm really interested to see uh, just how Kansas city handles Philadelphia's running game. And the, because Philadelphia has so many different ways they can run the ball. I mean, they don't necessarily need Jalen Hurts to run the ball, although that certainly makes it even more interesting. But all their backs seemingly you know, get three or four yards before there's a hand that's put on them. So um, I think Philadelphia is going to win the game. Uh, but I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be really entertaining. And I can't wait. Uh, you know, I, I don't need all the buildup from now until Sunday. Just get me to 530 on Sunday afternoon and I'm good to go. All right, and what is the Cooperstein favorite snack at a, at, a, at, the, at a Super Bowl party? What do you have to have there? If there's and I, and I know you're a guy, you're you'll sample some of the the various things, maybe the wings that show up. Is there anything at a Chuck Cooperstein Super Bowl party you absolutely have to have? Uh, wings and uh, a little barbecue is probably really worthwhile, and and some really good queso, queso and chips. Okay, maybe the Bob Armstrong dip. All right, maybe put some ground beef and some guacamole into the queso. No, 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 no guac. We don't, we don't do green. We don't do green. But, but you want to put some ground meat in there? We're good to go. We'll learn something new every day, even this long friendship. <laughs> no, I now no green. I now know very, no very, gr- very, very little green. Romaine lettuce might be the only thing green that uh, that I eat. So, or and a All green right. apple. You tell tell Jeffrey, your son, that when next time he has breaking news to call Mosley, I will pick up the phone. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll talk to you right. later. Thanks, Matt. Take care. You bet. You bet. There he goes. Uh, Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's see what we have next here. Oh, yeah. It's Campus Confidential. And, of course, we have a huge women's game in town tonight. That's all next. Recently on Game Time. Today would have been Farrah Fawcett's 76th birthday. And Ryan Farrah Fawcett is who? He has no idea. The, the poster lady. <laughs> the poster lady. Which he had no oh, idea what the poster gosh. was. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Nope. I did not. The oh. number one selling poster of all time is the Farrah Fawcett poster. Yes, indeed. Sold over 12 million copies 12 of that million. poster. Oh Thanks for playing. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. 
Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie's, and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in members, or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Chiefs activate Clyde Edwards Hilaire and will be available for the Super Bowl on Sunday versus the Eagles. Denver Broncos new head coach Sean Payton says Russell Wilson's personal quarterback coach will not be in the building next season. Dallas Mavericks beat the Jazz without their superstars on the floor. The Mavs 124-111. to Kyrie Irving is expected to make his Maverick debut against the Clippers tomorrow night. Big Monday saw number nine Kansas beat number five Texas 88-80. In the Big 12 tonight, number 17 TCU is at number 12 Kansas State tip-off at 8 o'clock. Baylor women are at home tonight in the Farrell Center hosting number 16 Oklahoma. Tip is at 7 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Elsewhere in the Big 12, West Virginia is at Oklahoma State. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Yes, it is me. It is I. Um, happy to be with you. Campus Confidential. At 5 o'clock, 
A reminder, Derek Smith. He does play-by-play for Baylor women's basketball. They got a big game tonight. And um, Oklahoma coming into town. And so we'll kind of talk to Derek and, and see what he's thinking um, about uh, about the Bears right now. Coming off a huge win in Ames. Aaron, that was uh, quite a crowd up there, like over 12,000 fans. And the Bears just went up there and said, no, we got this. We have a very close game for most of it. And the Bears pulled away down the stretch. So great win for Nikki Collin and her uh, her Bears. And usually today is the Nikki Collin, her weekly appearance. Uh, we're going to have her on the next couple of weeks for sure. It's been a little bit, uh, uh, you know, all over the place this year. But we'll get back on a, a good rhythm starting next week. And uh, somebody else from the coaching staff is uh, slated to be with us. I think Tony's coming on with us later in this week, and we'll get that rolling. But always good to hear from the Baylor women. Aaron, always good to hear from you as we welcome you back from your trip to Dallas to see the Stars uh, defeat the Anaheim Ducks in some kind of shootout situation where I can't even remember how many points you get for a shootout, but you get you get the full win. If you win the shootout, you get the full amount of points. Is that right? Yes, but the other okay. team also gets one point for going yeah. to overtime. For like a participation point. Pretty much, yeah. Like right. The Stars have gotten a few of those in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say. They're not good at it either. Is it overtime or shootouts? They're not. Is it the shootout where they struggle or just the OT? And, just you know? overtime. They lose okay. in the first minute of overtime way too much. I think they do that on purpose. They're just trying to. They're like, we've played enough. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not uh, continue. Yeah, let's let them go ahead and score here. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us today in the highly listened to Campus Confidential? We will start with Baylor women's basketball. As you mentioned, they will host number 16, Oklahoma, tonight inside the Ferrell Center at 7 o'clock. They are on a three-game winning streak, including an upset of conference-leading Iowa State on the road. And after a week in which they went 3-0, and Baylor women's basketball swept the Big 12 awards this week. Sarah Andrews was named the Big 12 Player of the Week. She's averaged 22 points a game in 38 and a half minutes of action and went over Kansas. Uh, Andrews became just the fourth player in NCAA Division I since 2009-2010 to have at least 20 points, eight assists, three steals, and three blocks in a game, and the first to do so since 2019. Meanwhile, freshman Dariana Littlepage-Bugs was the Big 12 Freshman of the Week. She averaged a double-double last week, 12.5 points and 11 rebounds, and led the Big 12 in rebounds for the week. So a really, really great week for Baylor women's basketball. All right, and Aaron, just remember, they're coached by Jenny Baransic. OU good ranked team, 16th in the country, and Jenny will get after you a little bit. Um, some might remember in the Big 12 tournament last year, there was an injured player, I believe, for Oklahoma. And as Baransic went out there, she barked at one of Baylor's players. I think it might have been Caitlin Bickle. And Nikki had a few choice words. I mean, I, I'm not saying it sounds like I'm saying she they weren't bad words. They were just choice. And, I mean, she kind of... Jumped on, jumped at Jenny a little bit. The Baylor bench let them know, hey, don't be talking to our players. So 
you know, I think, and of course, last year had that weird thing. You remember, Aaron, where they they barely arrived in time and they were late. And the game was maybe delayed and they barely got to have warm-ups or something. And then they beat Baylor either in overtime or as a close game. And there's a little bit of controversy involved. Ginny Baransic. I hate to, I hate that the Sooners are leaving. Um, Aaron, not for football. I you know I don't really I could care less about them football, but basketball. I like the Baylor Oklahoma women's basketball rivalry. All right, just wanted to make that wait make that clear. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us? Aaron, do you like the Oklahoma Baylor basketball rivalry in women's hoops? I do. I like it in men's and women's just because Baylor has been pretty dominant in those rivalries the last yeah. few years. But yeah, I'm I, I'm with you. I I'm glad we've finally won a couple in a row in football but i really am going to miss the basketball matchups they're the, the, the oklahoma great. the oklahoma and the oklahoma state coaches i like both of them because they're kind of they'll get into it with you jenny baransic and then jc the oklahoma state coach is named jc kind of like her too and uh it's a good it's a this is a really this is the be, this is the deepest and most talented group of coaches we've had in the Big 12 in a long time. Since Gary Blair was at A&M and Kim was at Baylor and and somebody, who else? Oh, Sherry Cole had a really good run at mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Back around 2010, 2009 or 10, there were a lot of good coaches. And then Kim just sort of annihilated everybody, and they had to fire the coach at Texas. And, boy, don't bring that up. The AD got mad at me when I said he had to fire his coach because of Kim. He didn't like that at all. But uh, the coaches are young, talented. Well, Vic Schaefer's not young, but he's a good coach. <laughs> okay, Eric, what else do you have? <laughs> On the men's side, better men also playing Oklahoma. That'll be tomorrow night, 730 for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. Meanwhile, Baylor guards Adam Flagler and Keontae George were both named top 10 candidates for the 2023 Jerry West Shooting Guard of the Year Award announced today by the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Obviously, Baylor is the only school with two players on the list of 10. It also includes Kansas's Grady Dick, Houston's Marcus Sasser, among others. Have you been paying attention to how Marcus is doing this season? I just know, obviously, U of H is having a great year, but... <clears throat> Sasser was what was that, what was going on last year? Was he out for a while or whatever and came back? I just feel like Sasser missed some time, but uh good to see him back and involved in that. And I guess that was that Marcus's dad or uncle who was the great player at Texas Tech, Gerald Sasser, who played in DISD. Kimball? Where did Gerald Sasser play? Kimball or Sock? I'm just trying to think. But um, anyway, he, I think Marcus is, is either Gerald's son or nephew. Uh, but uh, what a great player. That, but that's awesome. Baylor was the only one, Aaron, isn't that right, that had multiple um, players on that wooden watch award of, of uh, any of the teams that had players on there? Does that sound right to you? Yes. Okay. And you were, you were talking about Marcus Asser. He missed almost all of last year. He was injured early in the season. Got it. And, uh, yeah, he's having an incredible year. He's averaging 16 points, a little under three rebounds, and a little over three assists per game for the number two Cougars. 
See, that's the greatest thing for college basketball is that guys like Marcus Sasser, Toshibwe at Kentucky, Timmy at Gonzaga. I mean, like all of these people would have just turned pro because, you know, it's like, well, maybe we were going to go first or second round. And now that they can all make money in school, I would be interested to know how the U of H is doing NIL-wise. I'd be very interested because that sport, they're better at, you know, better in that sport than any any other sport at U of H. I would like to know. And I, I mean, because I don't hear Kelvin Sampson whining about facilities and not being up to speed like I heard from Dana Holgerson. My gosh, get the man a <laughs> wow, hanky. Wow, that was. Yeah. I have never heard that much crying. Oh, my gosh, we, we got to get up to speed. We'll be, you know what that is? It's like, hey, Houston, don't fire me. When we win two or three conference games this year, <laughs> golly, just preparing them em- for a bad year next year. I was embarrassed for Dana. You're you're better than that, Dana Holgerson. In the aftermath of Notre Dame offensive coordinator Tommy Reese's abrupt departure to take the same position in Alabama last week, a big name has reportedly surfaced to possibly replace him. Former Buccaneers offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich is a serious candidate to become Notre Dame's new offensive coordinator. According to Grace Remington, Leftwich reached out to Notre Dame about the position last week, and he and head coach Marcus Freeman have stayed in contact, and he is, quote, and he, quote, remains a serious candidate for the job. It's always weird when a guy who's, like, been the offensive coordinator for a Super Bowl-winning team's, <laughs> like, making calls. Hey, guys, y'all got anything over there? I mean, it's one thing if I make a call around, you know, like, <laughs> hey, y'all got any jobs over there? Jeez, Byron Leftwich. Hey, Marcus, y'all got an opening? What, what about me? I, I saw the guy left. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you thought about hiring me? I mean, maybe they will. I don't know. Those guys that have been out of college for a long time and have never had to recruit, you, that's, that is not something – for the faint of heart, all right. Because Leftwich, you didn't like. You didn't, it's not like you just gets to work on plays the whole see off season, show up at some mini camps. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, NFL coaches work crazy hours, but they don't recruit. Preparing for the draft and helping your your scouting department get ready for the draft is a far cry from having to recruit. So he'll have to get up to speed in that area but that's not a bad thing for recruiting to show up and say hey byron leftwich you remember me <laughs> no well wait I, I was the office coordinator i mean tom brady's office coordinator and um you know we won the uh won a super bowl together i think it's pretty good that might work on the uh recruiting trail it's kind of like when um you know some of these i mean there are a lot of guys with with great contacts around but uh that's a pretty good one that's a pretty good one right there okay Aaron, excellent, excellent. Always, uh, I always want more, and that's a good thing. Always left wanting more of uh, of campus confidential. Aaron, if you've got anything else, I might have a spot for it at about five twenty or five twenty five. Okay, so just don't be throwing all that. I know you use. I do have UBO. one more. You do. Yeah, you're out. You're, are you got one right now, or are you going to? Oh wait? yeah, I can do it okay. right now. The former former Baylor head coach Kevin Steele has has rejoined Nick Saban's staff at Alabama. 
for the third time, he will become their defensive coordinator. The 30-year coaching veteran is also, yeah. besides being the head coach at Baylor, been a defensive coordinator at Auburn, LSU, among other schools. But like I said, this is his third stint as defensive coordinator under Nick Saban at Alabama. Aaron, we did this one yesterday, and I spent too much time <laughs> making fun of Kevin Steele. So I'm not, uh, uh, not going to go back down that road again, but uh, I will say, for a guy that obviously uh, left a lot to be desired as a head coach, what an amazing career he's had as an assistant. And not every coordinator, this happens in NFL, in college, is going to be great as a head coach. It's okay. And in Kevin Stills' case, Aaron, I mean, he was fired as Baylor coach in probably 1999 or somewhere around then, or maybe 20 or 21. And think about that. Every year since, basically, the only time uh, after he got fired, I saw him down there attending a Texas-Texas A&M game. Because no one loved Kevin Steele more than Mac Brown. Loved beating him up every year. <laughs> and he loved hugging him. That's the, that, was the, that was my lasting image of Kevin Steele as Baylor head coach. Was always hugging Mac Brown after Mac had beaten him about 58 to nothing. Out there hugging on him. Ugh, Aaron, see what you did. Now I'm talking about <laughs> Kevin Steele again. All right. We got major, major guest next. Uh the voice of the Baylor women's basketball program. That's right. Derek Smith, he joins us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two five four. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had four nine two two. The wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. 
stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Elberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Elberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the 5 o'clock hour. Thank you to all our sponsors. Wow, the newest one. Boy, Derek will appreciate this. Derek Smith joining us now, uh, who will be calling this Baylor-Oklahoma game. Derek Helberg... My goodness, we! I thought Derek. I thought we started playing some powerful music for you. I like that. I kind of enjoyed hearing some of that. That's I had to good. pause and, and kind of let that happen. Um, I, I was what I was getting at though. Hellberg Barbecue has become a new partner of the Matt Mosley Show, and I've noticed um, over there at Central National Bank, where your lovely wife works. Um, that, that, that Helberg has a way of showing up there. And of course that draws people like the two of us in, uh, not just the friendly folks at central national bank, but that wonderful food. I thought you would appreciate the, uh, Helberg, Philip Helberg and Yvette Helberg becoming part of the Matt Mosley show. Oh, that undoubtedly, you know, Phil and Yvette are great people to begin with. They're great partners with Baylor. They're great partners with you. And you look at this. I mean, you can't beat that brisket. So wherever I know it's going to be, I want to be in the area. Yeah, now I, I they have something called like the pesto turkey, and boy, I that I looked at that and I thought, man, I gotta I gotta get into that. I gotta try some of that. Now, have you ever, Derek? Have you ever tried a rack of ribs out there? Because I think that's going to be my next. Because I, you always have to try the brisket, no matter where you go to barbecue. First time you go out there, and of course I've been there several times. But yeah, I'm a bar, I'm a brisket and sausage guy. And of course, if they have the jalapeno and cheese option, I'll go that direction. But have you had any ribs from Hellberg yet? Yes, and they're fantastic. That my, my go-to would be the brisket and ribs. I might get the sausage Ooh. on occasion, but if I'm picking two, brisket and ribs would be my go-to. Wow. And they're fantastic. And, and by the way, he's doing a uh, a pastrami brisket 
house-made pastrami for um, uh, St. Patrick's Day, I think, is when they do that. So keep that in mind. What is that, March 17th or whenever that falls? So, uh, Derek, I don't know if you're a pastrami guy. I'm a huge pastrami, yes. uh, like New York deli, all that kind of stuff, deli meat. That uh, that stuff is, is great. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah, note yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're serving some of that over at the game. I hope you show up in that media room, and um, and and boy, in fact, I tell you uh, that is really something. Brent Ingram, as uh, boy, he has done in this. If you've noticed the stadium, the spread, everything he's brought to the table, I've been extremely impressed, and um, that's a that's a fun thing uh, because media, media people have a, uh, a, a love for free food, and I think, uh, I think Brent knows our love language. Now, Derek, what a, uh, what a game the other day in Ames. Um, you're there. I mean, the crowd, after a huge win over Kansas, the, they all kind of return, and that thing was listed at around like 12,000. We're talking a pretty raucous crowd uh, to me, and I know the win at OU I think was very, very important for the Bears at the time. But this was a bigger crowd, obviously. In your mind, was this the most impressive win of the season for the Baylor women? You know, I really think it was right now, Matt, because I think it was a character win in a lot of ways. I mean, I think you would put Oklahoma that game back in January as well. But honestly, you look at that, what you said, 12,000 people. You've got uh, the number 12 team in the nation who, frankly, they, I think, really see Baylor as their biggest rival in the Big 12. They remember what Baylor did at the end of February last year, and they want to beat the Bears bad and badly. And it was a case where it was a close game throughout. Neither team ever led by double digits. Iowa State is very capable of going on big runs. They're a great three-point shooting team. And Baylor went in there and took away their top options more and more as the game went on. Ashley Jones started off 7 of 9, finished 9 of 23, and Baylor really weathered every punch that they took and threw a few of their own. It was a great defensive effort. It was a strong offensive effort. They made some clutch plays down late on both ends of the floor, a Dariana Little Page Bugs block on Ashley Jones, forcing some key turnovers, some big buckets late. And it was, the, it was a March kind of win. Not to, I don't want to go overboard, but it was a March kind of win, and it's the kind of win that a team that has aspirations of winning another Big 12 title, which they're about one and a half games out right now, it's the kind of game you want to win to show people you're right there, and they did that. Does it feel like Ashley Jones has played for about 10 years, or is that because <laughs> yeah. did, did, she, did she have a sister that played there as well? I'm trying to figure out why, why it feels like there's been a Jones involved for a long time with that program. Well, you know, her sister, Aubrey, is now wearing uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma Sooner Red. So oh, she's that's playing right. here tonight. So, yeah, that's right. She transferred here. So she'll be playing here at the Farrell Center this evening. But, you know, Ashley Jones is a great player. And Saturday was her best game against the Bears. She had uh, 24 points on 23 shots. But they made her work for it. They made her work for it. And last year, they held her to below uh, 25% shooting. So I think it's a great example of how this team under Coach Nicky and Tony Green, really the defensive coordinator, have done a really good job of taking away teams' top options. And even if they get their points, they make them work really hard, make it really difficult. Tyana Jackson for Kansas, one of the top players in the Big 12, they held her to 12-9 and nine, uh, last week. 
for Amber Scott, the top scorer for Texas Tech. They made her shoot one more shot than points she scored. I believe it was 23, uh, 22 points and 23 shots. And then they essentially did that to, to Ashley Jones as well. And I think that's a great compliment to the team when they're able to face some of these top teams in the Big 12 and take a key option away from them. All right. By the way, I want you to ask around what people around the Baylor uh, think about this Kyrie Irving trade, okay? I've spent my last 48 hours talking about this constantly. And you know um, you know some of the Baylor players watch, that, watch the NBA and will probably have opinions on this. So, Derek, keep your, keep your ear to the ground over there. I don't, I, at some okay. point in the next couple of days, I'd like to kind of find out maybe what the uh, Baylor women are thinking about this trade. Because I do feel like with Luca and Kyrie uh, getting together, this could be a, uh, this could be very entertaining. It'll either be, it'll either break up the team and Luca will ask for a trade or they'll win an NBA title. I do not think there's anything in between Derek. It's funny you say that Matt, because I agree. There's going to be fireworks one way or the other. And it's uh it's either going to uh, be a trophy or close to it, or it's going to be a na- another nasty divorce for Kyrie. Yeah, I uh, we'll see how that plays out. Now, Derek, I was curious. This Dariana Little Page Bugs uh, continues to play extremely well. She has become a double double machine. I mean, I I, I don't know. And, and again, we if other players were there, maybe she wouldn't be getting this many minutes. But because she has, she has become an, a very established player for this team. Do you is she someone that you think kind of relishes coming off the bench, starting, will do anything she's asked? Like as you get a better feel for her. What is the – is she just have the vibe that, hey, I, I'm good to go, whatever you need, that's me, because uh, I'm getting vibes of her being pretty unflappable, especially given the fact that this has become a very consistent thing. She's more consistent than some of the veterans on this team. You know, I, I think the way you put it there, Matt, is unflappable, and that's good, and it seems like that she is just willing to do what the team needs, and frankly, it's been – I, she, she's not just been better as a player, but I think she's brought an element to the team that it didn't have before with what she's bringing off the bench. And when, when I heard that they were going to make the change in the starting lineup, you think, A, it makes a lot of sense for the team. But then you also wonder, well, how's she going to react? You know, because, you know, these are players who are competitive. They're 18, 19 years old. How do they view it? And she viewed it with a team first attitude. She didn't view it as a demotion. She viewed it as an opportunity. And I think the results are, are speaking for themselves. The team is 3-0 and since the move. She has double-doubles in all three of those games, like you said, a double-double machine. And even on Saturday in the game, she didn't just get her points and her rebounds. She made some clutch plays. She had a block late on Ashley Jones when it was a one- or two-possession ball game that really, I think, showed her growth. As a defensive player, she had a key putback. I mean, it wasn't just she got a rebound. She struggled with her. Uh, she struggled with layups a little bit at the beginning of the year, to be honest. But she made a, a big putback. She's really calmed down beneath the bucket and is becoming reliable down there. And she's shown an ability to add a little bit of distance on her shot. She struggled with the jump shot for much of the year, but really, as we've gotten to Big Twelve, she's a bit further back. And I think what you just have in her is a young player who's growing and getting better and is really demonstrating the attitude that you want. And I guess you never really know for sure until you put them in a position to do a team first thing. And she's responded really well to that. 
All right, Derek Smith joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Derek, keep uh, watch that Coach Baransic tonight. There has been some beef occasionally. You remember that at the uh, tournament last year, I think she kind of barked something at one of our players, and it led to a little bit of uh, back and forth between the two benches. So I think uh, we're about to lose Oklahoma in the next couple of years, but uh, this will be fun. To, and I and I think I think Baransic, don't you kind of feel like the the new coach at OSU, Baransic? You know they, these coaches have breathed some new life into the conference, and um, and obviously the conference is probably as deep this year as it's been any time in the last fifteen to twenty years. Or I say fifteen twenty years. I, there was a time when OU was really good, A and M was good, but yeah, I mean you could go back pretty far in in terms of the depth of this league. You know, it's funny that you say that because I remember when I got here as a student back in 03, 04, and kind of saw the, the program's growth towards that national title. There were there were a lot of uh, teams like you just mentioned. Oklahoma was the big rival. Texas A&M was really tough with Gary Blair on their way to an eventual national title. But then there was a, there's been a period since then where it was very top heavy, and the Bears were Bears were clearly at the top of that. And here we are now in a much deeper conference, and the Bears are still right up at the, the the top of that. But it's a lot harder because, as what you said is right, there's a lot of depth. There's really, you know, TCU is over on the year. Everyone else has at least one or two wins that turn your head a little bit, that make you say, oh, look what Kansas State did there. They just, you know, they just knocked off Iowa State last week. Um, and then you get much like the men's, you know, I know there's still the unlikely possibility of a six way tie for the big 12 championship. It's not quite that dramatic here, but there's about four or five teams that have a legit shot. And I think that's good for the league. It's good for the game. It makes it tougher to win, but I think it also makes it more satisfying when, uh, when you do and makes a game like tonight so big because you are playing, even though you take it one game at a time, it's going to impact the uh, what those last couple of games in March in late February and March what you're playing for. All right. Well, we'll be listening right here on uh, ESPN Central Texas as uh, Derek and Sophia get ready to make this call. Now, Derek, do you get do you go over and check on some of these baseball practices? We've had some cold weather recently, but we had a couple of nice days mixed in, and the Bears uh, will get this thing going. What just a couple of weeks away. Uh, maybe less than two weeks away from starting the season, are you starting to uh, sense some excitement and a sense of urgency as uh, as first pitch is, uh, is not that far away? Yeah, I am, Matt. And it's funny, uh, I've been at practice and we've had some luncheons with Mitch Thompson and some of his staff in Dallas. Actually, Dallas is upcoming tomorrow, but we had Houston and San Antonio last week. And, you know, there's always that optimism at the beginning of the year and excitement. You know, you talked about, you know, new coaches in the Big 12 and the women's basketball side. There's that injection of energy when there's a new coach. And I'm excited because I think there's a lot of potential for the team. They've got, they're bringing some good pitchers back, which is always good. You've got Blake Helton coming back, Kobe Andrade, Will Rigney, Mason Marriott, who, who are going to be key. And I think they're going to need to lean on that pitching a little bit. But there's a lot of new hitters coming in, names I'm getting to know, like a freshman named uh, named Gavin Brzezowski. There's a guy from who came from Houston, Will Pendergrass, uh, Cole Posey. There's going to be a lot of names, a freshman named Colby Branch. I don't know how well they're going to hit right off the bat, although I think you hope that they can adjust to this level at a, uh, at, at a quick pace. But talking to some of the assistant coaches, Zach Dillon, who we all remember here at Baylor, and then James Leverton, the new pitching coach, they don't strike me as guys who gush a lot. 
but you can tell they're excited and intrigued with some of the pieces they have. And I've walked away from some of those conversations feeling optimistic. Well, you've made me kind of optimistic today, Derek. And um, I'm hoping I, I was at one of those luncheons and Mitch said they returned like two home runs or something like that. Yeah. So they will need some of those freshmen, some of these transfers to show up and uh, hopefully uh, hit for power. Listen, have a good call tonight. Always appreciate you stopping by. Hey, it's great to visit with you, Matt. Appreciate it. You bet. There he goes. Uh, Derek Smith will be on the call this very evening as uh, Baylor hosts Oklahoma. And, of course, the Nikki Collins show heard here, or the uh, Nikki Collins weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley show every Tuesday at 5 o'clock. You know what I decided to do, Aaron, today? I said, let's just get Derek on. Let's get Derek on because we're going to do uh, Nikki and one of her assistants later this week. All right? That's how we're going to do this because it was a game day. But Derek, uh, boy, Derek's always got his game face on. And, of course, he calls Baylor baseball and Baylor women's basketball so he can talk to us on several fronts. Good to visit with Derek and get caught up on everything with uh, Baylor women's basketball. All right, we've got to um we've got a few things that we need to uh talk about and one of them is Dak Prescott. There's been a ton of talk today on ESPN about Dak Prescott's future, what his contract's going to look like, how long is he going to be a cowboy. We'll uh discuss some of that next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. And ready is time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Women's Basketball sweeps the Big 12 Weekly Honors, and the Baylor Women back in action tonight, hosting Oklahoma in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kickoff 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, February 16th, and hear from softball head coach Glenn Moore and head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. That's Thursday, February 16th. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball winners of three in a row in Big 12 play sweep the Big 12 honors this week. 
Sarah Andrews is the Big 12's Player of the Week. Freshman Dariana Littlepage Bugs, the Big 12's Freshman of the Week. The Bears back in action tonight on their home floor in the Farrell Center hosting the Oklahoma Sooners in a matchup of two of the top three teams in the Big 12 standings. Baylor has more top 25 wins than any team in the Big 12, and they go for another one tonight against 16th-ranked OU. Here's women's coach Nikki Collin. I mean, we've played a lot of top 25 teams this season. Um, you know, I mean, people didn't realize what a good win Villanova was when we won that game. And, and uh, you know, I tried to tell the tournament director way back this summer when they were coming out with it that, that I potentially thought that could be a final. Um, and no disrespect to Michigan, I think Michigan's put a heck of a season together. But I knew I had that much respect for Villanova. Um, and, and so when, when Villanova went on the road to UConn and had them down five with like four minutes to go, it just kind of proved, you know, that, that they're really, really good. So, you know, I think they're all opportunities, you know, and I think we've, we've played more top 25 opponents than anyone in our league. So, um, you know, it's, it's just we're always learning, we're always growing, you know, and if they really buy into like we don't lose, um, we either win or we learn, then we'll, we'll get better uh, each game. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women in action tonight against the Oklahoma Sooners in the Farrell Center going for the sweep of the season series. We're on the air at 6.30 tonight, tip off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers. We have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Chiefs activate Clyde Edwards Hilaire and will be available for the Super Bowl on Sunday versus the Eagles. Denver Broncos new head coach Sean Payton says Russell Wilson's personal quarterback coach will not be in the building next season. Dallas Mavericks beat the Jazz without their superstars on the floor. The Mavs 124 to 111. Kyrie Irving is expected to make his Maverick debut against the Clippers tomorrow night. Big Monday saw number nine Kansas beat number five Texas 88 to 80. In the Big 12 tonight, number 17 TCU is at number 12 Kansas State tip off at eight o'clock. Beta women are at home tonight in the Farrell Center hosting number 16, Oklahoma. Tip is at 7, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Elsewhere in the Big 12, West Virginia is at Oklahoma State. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Watch Matt Mosley show. 
ESPN Central Texas. Baylor and Oklahoma get it on tonight, 7 o'clock. You can listen to that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. I believe it will be on ESPN+. Plus. I would imagine John Morris and Jim Haller will be ready to be on that call. And that will be exciting. And then the Bears, uh, the men, play Oklahoma, the Oklahoma men, on Wednesday. Porter Mosier, cockiest coach in the Big 12. And I'm not really sure why. But the man, you know, he wears a very tight uh, golf shirt. And he likes to flex. And he was not pleased with his team the other day. Oklahoma rolls out there. And they get beat by like 30. Aaron, it happens fairly often, it seems, with this Oklahoma team. Now I'm trying to think who did it to them. I know Oklahoma State recently beat them in Bedlam. But the other night, I, I looked at the final score, and it was like 93-67 to 67 or something like that. Porter Mosier said he's looking for more grit from his team. He did make a lineup change. Um, and, you know, it's funny, Aaron. I'm sitting here thinking of, of the people in that lineup and, and what they did when number 2 Alabama comes into Lloyd Noble and they, and they put the kibosh and beat them by about 30, beat them by like 25 points. And it makes you know that they've got, you know, they've got something ready to, you know, they can play pretty well. But then they can also just not show up at all. They've made a lineup change recently, and they took Tanner Groves, one of the Groves brothers, out of the starting lineup. They're bringing him off the bench. And they brought the guy with the long, flowing hair, dark-haired guy. Uh, and his name's escaping me, Jacob. Anyway, he's good. I mean, he put he brings a lot of energy. They put him in the starting lineup. Now, Jacob Groves, I believe, is still starting. And both Groves brothers, very tall. They both shoot the three. One of them has a beard. One of them does not. They beat Baylor last year in the Big 12 tournament. And the Bears went up there earlier this season in Norman and had a really tough, hard-fought, hard-fought battle. And they were able to... Uh, they were able to pull that one out. So we'll keep our eye on that situation. We'll have the Baylor women <coughs> to in action tonight against OU and the Baylor men in action again tomorrow night. Aaron, I think now that we've seen, and you and I didn't get to talk about this yesterday, what an amazing moment that was as Jonathan Chamwa Chachua. Aaron, that's how we're saying it now. And um, that is what Jonathan wants. So I know you were out yesterday, and I just wanted to make sure you realize that we're doing it a different way now. Everyday John, of course, is what some call him, EJ. But uh, Jonathan Chamwa Chachua. But, Aaron, that was one of the most amazing things you could witness Saturday was the moment he entered that game. And then, lo and behold, he makes his first three Then he makes his second three, and he just played with confidence. He's obviously springy. I mean, the guy can jump. He can finish. Uh, It is remarkable. I thought if we ever saw him on the floor, it would not be the same Jonathan Chamwa, you know, Chamwa Chachua. But, and again, I don't know. It may, you know, it'll take some time. I don't know if he'll ever be what he was last year before the injury or two seasons ago when they won the national title. But 
it was unbelievable to watch him in that environment at the Farrell Center. Aaron, I'm sure you were watching. You may have been, you know, producing that game, but we played some of it yesterday just to let the to kind of hear the crowd noise over the radio. But Aaron, that that was really one of the coolest moments that I've seen uh, in a Baylor basketball game. What happened with EJ returning to the floor? Yeah, it was. Uh, I got goosebumps. I really did, and you could tell. Not only did it it fire up the crowd, it fired up the team because. They went on a run and basically put that game away, which up to that point was a pretty close game. Also, I'm glad you said something about that's how Jonathan wants his name pronounced because I was actually Saturday listening to a little bit of the TV broadcast afterwards on some highlights, and, and they kept saying saying it how he wants to pronounce it now, Jonathan Shamochachua instead of Chamochachua, which is how it's been said. And I was like, how can they not get his name right? But they did. So, Yeah, apparently I and Eagle and Bill Raftery had talked to Jonathan. And uh, so, anyway, we uh, that was good. And at some point, one of these broadcasts recently, John got singled out on one of these national telecasts. It might have been John Shambi who, who brought up John Morris. I don't think it was... Uh, <coughs> Eye and Eagle the other day, but man, what a what a great uh, the CBS that that's a fun crew when they have Raftery with Eagle and uh, that will be the uh, group moving forward because Jim Nance has I, I can't remember Aaron is he going to do one more Final Four or if they already decided to move on I can't remember if if Nance is going to get one more it may just be Eye and Eagle from now on. And he's incredible. He'll do a great job. But that was one that was one area where Jim Nance was going to take a step back. He'll obviously still be the lead voice for NFL and the lead voice for uh, the golf coverage. Aaron, I thought that was interesting that, that Tony Romo was asked at some event, maybe it was at the Super Bowl, about the criticism. I I, for the most part, just ignore... Like when people go crazy on Twitter, but I have kind of noticed that Tony Romo has gone from everybody's favorite NFL analyst to getting a lot of blowback. And after that conference championship game that involved the Bengals and the um, and the Chiefs, I I thought the criticism was pretty strong. So much to the point where a one of those New York writers who breaks a lot of media news, Adam Marchand is his name, uh, M-A-R-C-H-A-N-D, had a report that CBS at one point before this season sent two top executives down to Dallas to visit with Tony, and it was called a, in this report, the, uh, the media critic called it an intervention. They felt like he had slipped, and they came into town to talk to him. Now, Tony did what you would think Tony did and said, listen, people are going to have criticism. You have to be yourself. And, and that is, one, the minute you start changing things you do based on Twitter, like Witten was getting killed when he was at ESPN, you know, at uh, on Monday Night Football. I mean, I'm telling you, Aaron, 
I know maybe he missed football and wanted to come back, but part of the reason he staged a comeback with the Cowboys was, I mean, it was awful. It was awful what he was in, what he was facing as far as the critics. Jason Witten was not ready to be on national TV calling an NFL game, especially not Monday night football. And they did him a huge disservice. They did not give him enough coaching. They threw him on there, and it was about what you would expect. So now, for the first time, Tony is getting some of the blowback, and it'll be kind of interesting to see how he reacts. I mean, he's making... $17 $17 million a year. Now, also in broadcasting news, Aaron, I'm sure you saw this over the weekend, Tom Brady will certainly be Fox's number one analyst, but that won't start until the beginning of 2024. All right, and we also had the news today that Aaron Rodgers will be pondering his future at age 39 of the NFL, but he'll be doing that in a darkness retreat. And he's going to hole up in the dark and, and be in isolation at some retreat for about four days and four nights. Now, Aaron, I don't know. if Did you check the uh, text line earlier? I was asking if anybody knew of a darkness retreat in Central Texas. To me, this sounds kind of interesting. I'd kind of like to sit in the dark and, and be in isolation for four days and four nights. Unplug from the phone, get off Twitter, and see how that whole thing works. I wanted to see, Aaron, if any of our people on the text line, 254-662-1660, could provide me with any thoughts on that front. <clears throat> there was one that said that the uh, McLennan County Jail offers that if you are there and get thrown into solitary confinement. Could I still be in darkness, in isolation, Aaron, but would I still have to do the show? Like, how do you think that would you go think... over with, with management if I said to the, the owners and, the, and our program director, Tom, Big Boss Tom, and I just said, hey, I've got to go on this isolation retreat. I think they would let me have the isolation, but it would be permanent. It would just be like, okay, mostly. I think they would just send me on my way. It is a, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a tenuous type deal. Uh, the Matt Mosley show, you never know, but, uh, Aaron, the darkness retreat, that's one I would really like to ask management about McLennan County jail. That sounds, that sounds scary. Aaron, you ever been in a jail cell? Uh, have you, did you ever I, get thrown in jail overnight or not? I have a couple times. Oh, Aaron. Not, not proud of Aaron it, but Sexton. yeah, I had, a, had twice I've spent the night in a jail couple cell. A couple of incidents. Okay, we won't make you get too specific. Well past where that. Aaron, Aaron has uh, has seen the inside of a jail cell. Interesting, Aaron. I kind of I'm having to fight every urge in my being not to follow up on that. How many years are we talking about? How long ago was that? Twenty years ago? Oh, the the first time I was nineteen, so thirty one years ago, and then the second time was about ten years after that. So yeah, about twenty years ago, the last time. I'm going to guess one was a disorderly. Or possibly a fight that maybe you got you were involved in. Is that correct? That would be correct. Yes. <laughs> on the second one. <laughs> oh man, a twenty-nine year old Aaron Sexton just kinda 
perhaps had been overserved, or maybe somebody else had been observ- uh, uh, overserved and got involved in a little scuffle. All right, these things happen. And uh, Aaron was bailed out quickly. Aaron, if it happens again, just call. I'll come. I'll come bail you out. We'll get you uh, get you taken care of. I think the only time I feel like in high school, or maybe when I was a uh, even younger than that, we got a t- we got a tour of the county jail there in Kaufman County, and I got to take a peek. And on that tour, Aaron, they would they would like go ahead and put you in a cell and close the door to kind of give you a feel for what that might be like. And I remember my dad went on a, a tour of the, uh, oh, I, I think one time he he got a tour of, of Huntsville, you know, like the state prison system. Whoa, whoa. And by the way, my cousin, Artis, was uh, was the warden. He At one point he was head of all those, uh, the Texas prison system, or at least the ones in Huntsville. He was over all that. I think he was the warden at, at a few of those units. And he might have gone to Sam Houston and, and uh, Sam Houston State and gotten his uh, degree in the prison, you know, whatever you do there, criminal justice. Aaron, wouldn't that have been cool? I, I look back and think, man, I think I might have enjoyed uh, majoring in criminal justice. Maybe going to work for the FBI or something like that. Uh, maybe CIA. I think I could have been a CIA guy. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, did I have a point with this segment? Oh yeah, we were going to talk about Dak, and I think this was—I think this is—I uh, think this is interesting. All day, I mean, as if it's not enough to be on set and have the Chiefs and have the Super Bowl and everything going on. Dak became some kind of huge discussion point. At ESPN today, and I started looking around. I'm like, is, is Todd Archer writing about this? Anybody else writing about this? What's the big deal with Dak today? And, and it turns out they weren't. It was just a big thing about Dak's. In fact, Tom Barfield, our program director, called me earlier today. He's like, have you seen all this stuff on Dak? I said, no. And so I started kind of looking around to see what folks are thinking. And, and here's what's happening. The thought, Aaron, is... Let's maybe extend Dak and, and, and then give him a couple of more years. But then, of course, you could make his cap hit more friendly for signing other players or bringing other players in. Because right now, he's an enormous part of your cap, something like 22%. Now, Aaron, I was just looking, and this Mike Tannebaum, who used to be a general manager in the league and is now – an NFL expert, he thinks the Cowboys should extend Dak and, of course, draft another quarterback. Let's hear Mike Tannenbaum's thoughts on what to do with Dak moving forward. Here's how I would approach it from a team-building standpoint, Graz. I would sign him to an extension. That is a stabilizing move because you are in contention. You want a playoff game. And by the way, they were second and two at the plus 18-yard line. The game's tied up against the 49ers at the end of the first half. They were right there. But the other thing I would do, guys, I would consider drafting somebody else. You know, Nick, you already alluded to it. Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, and Jimmy G. They have depth in that position. It was when they lost their fourth quarterback and Josh Johnson that their season was over. So both things can be true, guys. You could have Dak Prescott and you could look to get another. But look, look at this graphic. 56 quarterbacks have been drafted in the last five years. 
and eight of 56, that's 14%, you would say are surefire hits. Now, there's some guys like Tua Tangaloa, I left off that list because of durability. Yeah. Others, there's a grades of incomplete, but that shows you how hard it is to draft a winning quarterback in the NFL. You know, I, I, I also heard somebody else today talk about, I was reading something on The Athletic about, like, if if Dak were on the open market, how coveted he would be. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Aaron, don't you love that, though? How all we need is a little distance from that two-interception lousy game where they don't, they're not able to advance against Brock Purdy, and the guy brings up, man, they're second and two at the 18-yard line. I mean, they, they were in this game against San Francisco. Aaron, what happened when they were second <laughs> and two on the 18-yard line? Remind me. It pains me to say it, but Dak threw an interception. Yeah, but he left that part out because he's making the point over, well, you should extend Dak, roll out his stuff. I mean, I understand that there's some things you could do to his contract to make it more friendly moving forward. But I love the thought, draft a quarterback while also extending your current quarterback. So try to get the guy that might be able you could replace him with, but, but, but well, while you're doing it, extend him. Some of this stuff doesn't make any sense. And it's why they should, they should play this thing out, see where it goes, and not rush into anything. But, of course, they're going to go ahead because they love to reward people because Jerry thinks that by giving him a bunch more money and more extension that it shows more confidence in him and he'll play even better. Never works, but it's what he thinks. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. Dismount is next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Chiefs activate Clyde Edwards Hilaire and will be available for the Super Bowl on Sunday versus the Eagles. Denver Broncos new head coach Sean Payton says Russell Wilson's personal quarterback coach will not be in the building next season. Dallas Mavericks beat the Jazz without their superstars on the floor. The Mavs 124-111. to Kyrie Irving is expected to make his Maverick debut against the Clippers tomorrow night. Big Monday saw number nine Kansas beat number five Texas 88-80. In the Big 12 tonight, number 17 TCU is at number 12 Kansas State tip-off at 8 o'clock. Beta women are at home tonight in the Farrell Center, hosting number 16, Oklahoma. Tip is at 7, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Elsewhere in the Big 12, West Virginia is at Oklahoma State. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's modern media. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Ah, it is the dismount. And we uh, look at a couple things, say goodnight. That, uh, boy, that that note that Ward had, Aaron, about, uh, about the Chiefs running back. I mean, that really is helpful to, to the Chiefs' cause. I mean, to get to get a major, I mean, again, I don't know what exactly he is fantasy-wise or anything like that, but it's just another weapon. And it's what Mahomes, who's not going to be fully himself because of what he's kind of fighting through right now, uh, he should be better with the extra week of rest. But, um, boy, Edwards, Hilaire, Hilaire, Edwards, man, that is really that guy. That guy. Aaron, what is he... Uh, what kind of year did he have? Was he was he banged up a lot this season? Yeah, it was not very good. He was hurt a lot, and when he was in, he wasn't really effective. Yeah, I I still think he could he could help them out a little bit. All right, the Baylor 
women tonight have the uh, have the Sooners in town. That'll be at seven o'clock, and then you can hear the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. Derek and Sophia on at six thirty. Want everybody to have a tremendous evening, and then we'll plan on seeing you tomorrow at four o'clock, and we'll do this all over again. Thank you, Aaron. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris.